from Kurtco Media. That was so much. That was so much happening. It was a lot. <laughs> but welcome. Lot. My name is Kua. Yeah. I'm Mickey. Yay. I'm Chris. Yay. Chance. And Chance. Yay. Chance is with us. Uh, joining us uh, this week is actually our uh, returning guest star, original guest star, Miss Chua Jean Butler. Yay! Jenny is off uh, doing wonderful, adventurous things in the world, uh, so we're going to expect her next time. Uh, in the meantime, Truett will fill in and help us out to play uh, a wonderful game uh, that we love here called Crisis Management. Crisis Management. The way that this works is we have a mediator, Chance Welch, who has approached our firm looking for help with some particular crisis. This crisis is usually something way out of the normal area of what is normally dealt with. Uh, he can only <laughs> might be in Florida. Uh, he he can, uh, uh, however, provide us with a specific tool that we can use to solve this problem. However, this tool is usually not even remotely related to what the problem is. Uh, each of us will have a minute to pitch our solution to this problem, and then we will each be allowed up to one question, Mickey. Uh, to ask, uh, to sort of poke holes into the other person's plan. At the end, our mediator chance will then. Uh, let us know who had the best plan and who will be getting the Grobel Grease Prize for solving the solution with said implement. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That and prize sounds so familiar. So <laughs> it sounds familiar, but it's it's, it's just... legally it's legally not though. Yeah. It's not though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Okay, perfect. The, the percentage of change is just enough to legally be okay. Just enough. <laughs> uh, we're all experts in copyright law. Yes. So at least so the rhyming, <laughs> rhyming doesn't count. That's right. Don't question us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, all right. So, I, Chance? All right. Ha have well, prompt is in here. Oh Sorry, it's a little oh, bit of a long goodness. one today. Uh, here's a history lesson for all of you. Uh, the Great Emu War occurred in a small Australian town in 1932. I was there. The local population of these large flightless birds had exploded, and they were eating and trampling crops in the nearby farms. So the farmers asked for support, and the Australian army deployed several soldiers with machine guns. The humans won the battle, but the emus won the war. Despite incurring heavy losses in the thousands, their population persisted and eventually the military withdrew. The second Great Emu War happened right here, right now. Only this time, we need to deal with them non-violently. And with this wacky inflatable tube man I stole from a car dealership. I love it. I love it. Who wants to go? <laughs> goes, goes. <laughs> that's chris it was right, totally chris. me it was totally me uh okay <clears throat> uh what we need to do is show the emus that we are about more than just killing flightless birds uh we set a bad example with the dodo we look yep that's our fault our bad uh we don't want to lose the emus we can't uh so what we're gonna do is we're gonna set up uh, uh, the wacky waving inflatable tube man, and we're gonna get a flash mob, and we're all gonna do the thing where we mimic the dance moves of the wacky waving inflatable tube man, and we're gonna start uh, while we're doing this in unison, in sync with the wacky waving inflatable tube man. Uh, we will start uh, saying, 
uh, we're sorry, let's live in peace, but squawking it in the emu frequencies hmm. while waving and dancing <laughs> uh, to make sure that they see visually and hear sonically that we are indeed not a threat and we want to just live in peace and dance what's in our hearts. <laughs> All right, thank you for that. Uh, who has questions? I know I do. <laughs> Good. Um, how do you? How will people learn to speak in squawk in the e, in the emu frequency? Yes, I, I, there are a number of aviarian aviarian uh, scientists. Is that a uh, word? Who are working? It's science. Uh, is the answer. I. They are working on developing ways to communicate with birds. We've cracked the parrot. We can talk to parrots. Uh, so now we just need to figure out uh, how what the emu frequency is, and they will teach us. Hmm. Uh, I have a question. Well. Yes. Uh, you you mentioned in doing this in terms of a flash dance, and so I would like mm -hmm. to know at what cadence, at which point of a move that is very random for the wacky, waving, inflatable, flailing arm two men, at which point do we all join in? Like, do we all just jump in after the first bob and weave, or do we wait until the 14th? I don't know. I mean, I need to know these things because... It, it will have to be uh, a chain, because we will be in a wall, so the people who are closest to the wacky, waving, inflatable tube man will be mimicking the dances first, and everyone henceforth, it will be like a ripple-down effect. So Tell the people cool. closest will start the thing, and it'll be like an echo effect spreading across throughout the land. You 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 walk right into a follow up question. May I? <laughs> I I'll allow you... it. <laughs> <laughs> so surprising. Yeah. Since this is since this is kind of a kind of a train thing. What if someone at the end of the line, you know, does the wrong movement and incites fear and and panic amongst the emus, and they they then attack? Um, we're only human, man. <laughs> I mean, like, at some point, like, the emus got to understand that, like, we're already dancing with the wacky, waving, inflatable two-man. Somebody's going to be a little bit off, because we can't, mm -hmm. we aren't that flexible. I sure can't bend my body in half like that. So, Touché. we're doing the best we can. I, following up on this, we are human. <laughs> I mean, I think we've seen here in this country how little... We have come together um, <laughs> and united. So how are you going to get a wall of people to do this? Well, to, and yeah, it's, uh, have you ever read uh, Watchmen or seen, not the HBO series, the movie Watchmen? Have I ever read it? Yes. Oh, well, I've read it, but I haven't seen it. In that alt in that alt history version of uh, uh, retelling yeah. of America, the Cold War is ended by the threat of something even bigger and more terrifying. Uh, in the comic book, it's a giant uh, uh, octopus octopus who is landed straight on Manhattan. Uh, we will come together because it, the emus are fucking attacking us and they're going to kill us <laughs> to death. Uh, so we at least have a threat that is is bigger than any one particular squabble in at the moment. Okay. So, um, just just a final question. The desired effect is that the the motions and the chanting um, mm -hmm. would, in a sense, mesmerize the emus, as if um, farmers can sometimes mesmerize chickens. Yes, I believe that you you hold and, them in place and you draw a little chalk chalk line, right? And then they're hypnotized. correct. Yeah, but yes. So, see, this is part of the aviarian science that I'm talking about. Got it. Got it. So, the desired effect is is it to have them just just kind of pacified or to move them out oh to make peace we can just cohabitate with the okay. emus got it got it so the the plan mm -hmm. is to have a shared space not yes. to relocate them. yes okay who would like to go next nikki oh true do you <laughs> want to go oh, go ahead please 
Okay, well, uh, my very well thought out plan is <laughs> that we will take this wacky waving inflatable tube man and attach it to an emu. And since you only have the one, we will we will just put it on the one emu, and um, the emu won't really know what's going on. But this will be a scare tactic for the other emus. And as you know, and as science knows, emus move pretty quickly. So when we send one off, it'll scare all the other ones and send them in, and force them to disperse. Um, and uh, I thought this plan would be better. <laughs> well thought out. I feel like so that's the well tagline for this particular game in general. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But the basic, the basic science behind it is that anytime the emus are around the other emus, they will scare them and force them to leave the area in that seconds. they're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's the ba- that's the basic, uh, simple science of it. Yeah. So many questions. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, go ahead. True, actually. So, to recap, mm-hmm. we're attaching this tube thing to one emo, and then that will just... Emo. <laughs> Not emo, emu. <laughs> Did I say that? Emo, <laughs> yes. Are they emo if they have, like, okay, hair well, like this? Yeah. Emu, and then it yeah. will therefore make all the other emus emo and run away. And then where are they running away to? We're just scaring them off to, yes, like... Yes, we're scaring them off. Them? Yes, we're scaring them off from, uh, from the farms. Specifically the farms, yes. The emus are, are much faster and they will spread to more emus quicker than us just, you know, leaving that in the in the center of the field. Okay. <clears throat> yes. um, as we all know, uh, you know, when you have uh, groups of anything that like, they group together, there are ones that are braver than others. What are you going to do about that small faction of emus that are not afraid of the wacky waving inflatable man on top of their friend and just decide, well, they did this to my friend. I'm going to go harm them more. Hmm. Well, right. In life, we're not looking for perfection perfection here. We're looking to reduce the problem as much as possible. It's never going to be a full at full zero. We're just trying to get it down as much as possible. Yes. Will there be a stray emu that, that retaliates? Sure, but we'll be prepared for that. Can you please detail exactly what your emu selection process will be for who gets the tube man tied to it? (laughs) Uh, Yes, it's actually going to be the fastest emu. Um, And how will you... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I have a follow-up question. I think it'll be allowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is allowed. Uh, how are you going to catch the fastest emu? <laughs> oh, well, we have... Um, uh, we'll, we'll use this... Uh, science. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's science. Because um, actually, we're going to use the inflatable tube man. We're not going to use the gun because we're only going to use the item that we, um, that we uh, are provided. You can actually suck the air in. Um, there's a certain little lever you can do to suck the air and so we can suck an emu toward us um, and then put the tube man on him. So, yeah, I'm only okay. using what I'm given. Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, well, final question. The sucking technology? Um, yes, yes. Science? <laughs> it not, it's like a vacuum, you know? Okay. Like okay. you turn like on the vacuum. tube man, the air's out, you, you can suck the air back in. Okay. Understood. <laughs> okay. Who would like to go next? All right. All right, true. 
So as you all know, I got my master's degree in aviarian relations. I told you it was a real field. <laughs> real thing. It's real. Um, and Chance, you, you picked a great item because actually emus are sexually attracted to this wacky, waving, inflatable tube man. Mm. There is something about the motions. As we know, they're flightless birds. So there's something about the moving motion that is like, oh, it's flying, but it's also grounded like us. You know what I mean? So we're going to put this tube man right there. The emus are going to be attracted to it. And then here's the kicker. Here's what we're going to do. They're going to love the tube man. And then we'll say, well, we gave you the tube man. You love us now. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. Um, <laughs> yes, I have a question. Um, so, as you know, we are working with one inflatable tube man. So, how do you um, propose to do this? Why more how, widespread? How did one man, like I don't know, George Clooney, uh, steal the heart of an entire nation? All you <laughs> one handsome tube man. <clears throat> To get a flock of emus to be like, ooh. As a follow-up statement, he was his face was plastered on theaters across the nation. Mm. Okay. okay. Fair. Uh, I'll allow it. Chris, please. Uh, yes. Uh, I believe the scientific term that I'm going to use is that all these emus are going to be horned up by this inflatable <laughs> tube man. Um, it's going to be a lot of uh, pent-up... Yes. Energy and emotion and uh, that is going to need to yeah. have some sort of release. Ew. Uh, yeah. What are we going to do with all of the horned up emus? That is um, a cool please, question. Please, please um, try not to make this answer too graphic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. These scientific I terms only. <laughs> what we do is you just. You. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Speak the truth. <laughs> to deflect this, you put them into like a quarantine type situation, and it might exacerbate the horned dog, the horned upness at first, but then it will dissipate because they will get fatter. Oh, <laughs> De decreasing the the hornness. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. The, the, the hornness. Yes. Uh, yes. All right. Uh, I have a follow-up question to Mr. Porter's, and almost it's kind of a question about, about uh, residual damage. Uh, so, in this initial horned-up yes expulsion, uh, we're probably going to have uh, an increase in emus, right. which is putting us exactly where we started. Uh, so, what are we going to do about that? Well, here's the thing: when the emus are attracted to this tube man, they become less attracted to their partners. It's like if Brad Pitt's right in front of you. You're not going to want to hang out with, you know, John Killingham, your husband. It's over. <laughs> you've, seen, you've seen perfection, and now this is not good enough. You know what I mean? So, actually, there, there, there might be a small increase with those very desperate emus, but we've seen <laughs> in our studies, in our controlled studies that we did at the University of... Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> that, um, did it actually the have an effect? But great question. I'm, I'm so happy I have this platform to educate. 
Laverne. I, I have a question um, uh, about the desired effect of this. Is is the goal to kind of curb the expanding population of the emus? That is one part of it. And it's also just providing happiness and joy so that they kind of temper out a little bit. Um, but it is, it's a twofold. Um, you know, one, they will not populate as much. And then on the other hand, the ones that are here will be docile and happy and eating bonbons and staring at this tube man. <laughs> is that science? <laughs> it's science. <laughs> All right. Um, we have our final proposal here, Kua. All right, <clears throat> so we are gonna use this uh, stolen uh, wacky waving inflatable tube man. Uh, basically what you do, so when you turn up the air machine all the way, you get that wacky waving thing. But if you do it at a 73% power, you can actually control some of the movements, at which point we're gonna use the arms and the body to actually speak a sort of sign language to the emus to lure them down to the ocean's edge and they're flightless but they can float so we're going to get them into the water and lure them along with this stolen because we don't want to get in trouble for it so we need to get far away from the car should we stole it from and take it to the great pacific uh, garbage patch because it's just causing a whole lot of problems so we're going to make it uh just like a home for all these emus and we're going to lull them into that put them on there and then nuke the fucking thing Oh. <laughs> it's like a twist there. <laughs> For questions, please. Uh, I, I, I would. I would just like to point out that that the prompt had us deal with them non-violently. Oh yeah, no, we're not. We're not going to do that. The government's going to do that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I, I, I see. Please, other questions. <laughs> Um, is it w without regard of, to the uh, explosives uh, used by the government? Mm -hmm. um, is will it be considered? We're still in determination about that. We're not one hundred percent. We might be able to actually use them. <laughs> so we're kind of deciding how it's going to go. Right. So the this also ties effort. in. This also ties into my question: Is this considered animal abuse? And are you fearing? I'm sorry. Um, do you know any emus? Do you like any emus? <laughs> oh, it's not a matter of like they are living creatures, and you're gonna just dump them into not the really. They're the halfway the garbage patch. Like. Wow, the, the compassion is not there, sir. Okay, so do you not care about about sea life at all? Because you seem to care a lot about the Pacific garbage patch, which is killing literally billions of sea life. So no, uh -huh. I care about the emus that don't belong there, and you are going to kill them. Well, the garbage doesn't belong there, so let's put something else that doesn't belong there on top of the not belonging and blow it all up. I want to you know see what? how this plays out. I would love to see what PETA has to say about this. PETA's, Peta's disbanded. PETA's disbanded. I think I think PETA, PETA disbanded after we solved the flooding problem with the goats. Yeah. Oh, oh of, yes. course, yeah. of course. Yeah. Because they realized we're far they better. Could not, yeah. yeah. They could um, not deal with that. Um, Chris, do you have a question? Yeah, yes. Um, uh, have you done an environmental impact study on the problems caused by the garbage patch versus the problems by nuking it? <laughs> Uh, I have actually. I have actually. See, the the garbage patch actually does kill hundreds of millions of of fish and sea creatures every single day. Mm -hmm. But if we were to nuke it, the actually it's so big that the bottom of it would actually protect the top of it. Like the radiation would not seep into the ocean because it's so big that it'll mm -hmm. actually protect itself as it's being destroyed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Science. Science. No, like legit. <laughs> it's myself. not science, it's legit. <laughs> yeah. Like it's legit actual real-time knowledge. So 
Yeah. I, my question is very simple, and because I actually like your plan, I how did you get? How did you find out the seventy three percent? That's a very specific number. Uh, it was various. We we tried different things. You know, uh, as you know, the wacky waving inflatable tube man uh, is used very commonly at car dealerships, primarily used car dealerships across the country. Uh, and so basically, we kind of just you know we we went around and we tried different settings and things like that, and we did notice uh, that at, a, at right around the seventy three percent mark, we did get a lot of. Uh, um, aviarian attention. Uh, and so that is basis, that is the basis of our, uh, of our, of, of my plan here. Mm -hmm. Science. Okay. <laughs> Science. Uh, so I guess to, to kind of summarize all the different plans, uh, here, um, true had an idea to kind of have a, to prop up this kind of, uh, messianic idol uh pop star movie star uh for all the uh emus to kind of workshop and, and to pacify them and also to curb the expanding population uh kua was of course to uh, drive them out to the pacific garbage patch and then nuke the hell out of them um uh mickey i believe your plan was to put the wacky inflatable uh waving tube arm man on the <laughs> fastest emu uh to kind of uh, uh drive them out yes uh and chris i'm sorry but i forgot completely because of <laughs> uh, mine after. mine was the uh, uh dancing we're all dancing in unison with them and learning how to squat to say that we correct to, to kind of mesmerize oh, them yes. like to jokes. cohabitate it's it's hands across america but with an inflatable <laughs> two man in the middle yeah it's like okay, it's like, it's like in yeah. independence day when they took the flashing light helicopter up to the spaceship yeah yeah yes yeah. except that they got except that it yeah. won't that won't happen exactly my just plan like your plan yes. no your plan won't no my plan won't. <laughs> I just want to remind you your plan is still nuking <laughs> <laughs> and abuse <laughs> all right all right please um, let's have peace in, in this discord here um uh so I, I think the what I'm gonna go with I I really like Trues and and Chris's kind of approach to it um, I, I feel like pacifying them or mesmerizing them really is the best option. Um, I, I think we could probably combine the two, <laughs> but I think at the moment I'm leaning toward Chris oh. uh, right now. To, even though to he forgot me. <laughs> yes, even yeah. though I completely forgot what you told me because of the uh, batshit insane theories that, that followed it. No, I do have to, I, I have to say, talking about horned up emus it's a distracting thing to focus on <laughs> well that's a problem you need to deal with on your own time chris <laughs> I, I, I also i want to give a dishonorable mention to the nuke plan uh, <laughs> that's fair that's fair okay. i get that awesome. you know honorable mention that. to true dishonorable though. <laughs> that's fair okay. and Mickey's i get a there. mention chance no no <laughs> <laughs> Your idea was shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you, everybody. <laughs> uh, just a quick follow-up question. Does anyone have any use for a nuke? Because I already bought it. Mm. <laughs> oh, I think... Uh, I, uh, let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> let's... Yeah, yeah, let's... We'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll, we'll talk. talk. We'll talk. <laughs> yeah. we'll talk. Thank you for listening, everybody. Yay! 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 Thank you, Drew, for joining us. Thank you, Drew. I have a nice day. Or evening. Or evening. Or afternoon. Or afternoon. <laughs>